I don't know why. I think it's just the the system, right? So I've picked out a um a scenario to get us started. Mm-hmm. There are there are ties to things in a larger campaign that that obviously I want to tie in, but it's also a very um what I thought was a very straightforward that also uh seems kind of fun. But I thought that was a good way to get started. I don't know. There's just there's a lot to. Oh, there's Hollywood's joining World Twenty, so he must be getting close. Uh, there's a lot to there's a lot to chew off in in Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. I learned you can skip a whole bunch of it. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> if you want to go deep, it's there for you. If you don't, right? Yeah, that's that's cool too. Well, I don't think you need to go deep like on on session one. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the Harlem Unbound book is is really good mm-hmm. if you want to play it in Harlem, right? With that setting, so like obviously that makes sense. But I want to use just like the same like jazz influences and prohibition and speakeasies. So like the backstories of like prominent Black Americans in Harlem honestly isn't gonna you know come up in our games like the first half of the book you know thrown out yeah hey mike hello how are you i'm good i just got home oh good good time perfect yeah very nice timing um great uh everyone's doing good i think we're all set and ready then um So here's a question I was thinking about. And um, speaking of Harlem Unbound and just re- rereading th- through some of the stuff in the Keeper rule book, um, how do you guys want to handle racial issues in our game? Because, you know, like in the Keeper handbook, they almost almost like kind of push you away from that like mm-hmm. yeah we understand the 1920s sucked for a lot of people and we kind of look at the 20s and 30s like in a different like our lens is very different um in harlem unbound the whole point is like there's there's rules for if you have white characters rolling against social roles against you know black characters and things like that it's so, like mm-hmm. harlem unbound pushes you to like lean into the racial tension so what do mm-hmm. you guys want to do I'm all completely our, fine either way. All of our characters are white, right? All of your characters are white. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. I would just do it like, just have it be part of the background. So, you know, if if white guys are like going into a black bar and trying to ask questions, people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know? Sure. Sure. Um, okay. What, yeah, what are the other guys? I, I don't have any problem with embracing natural history. Mm-hmm. I think we all know what we're doing here, and I think, you know, we're all fine adults. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not worried about that. I just didn't know, like, I mean, I think there's two ways to approach it. Like, you can just play it normal and just, like, play the game where, like, everyone's welcome and mm-hmm. here and there, or you can play it like Rich said. And Okay, Ty, yeah. are you good with that? Yeah, you know, I, and uh, for all the... I guess maybe the times I've played Cthulhu, it hasn't come up. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, that's that's. I'm kind of interested in those mechanics that you you mentioned. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of those used. Should it happen, I don't think you need to, mm. you know, you know, look for that. But if it strikes you and it's like, yeah, you know, maybe this is at the time to break that out. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then that that's what we'll do. So it will be present, and I'm not going to do any. Like, it's not going to be. I hope it's not going to be offensive in any way, but it is a real issue. Um, mm -hmm. It is interesting that Harlem Unbound really does lean into it. Like you are supposed to play, and I guess not supposed to, but it is designed for you to play black characters mm. dealing with these issues in Harlem in the 1920s mm. and being part of the Harlem Renaissance. So it's cool in that aspect. Now, on that note, what I'm doing for the listeners is, uh, this is a Call of Cthulhu game, uh, 7th edition. It's going to be a broad campaign with a bunch of, you know, loosely tied scenarios to start evolving into this bigger story. Um, I am starting out with adopting and changing some of the Harlem Unbound scenarios and just transporting it to uh, Kansas City. And like everyone said, we're they're all playing white characters. So some of the stuff you see in Harlem Unbound just isn't going to apply here but that's uh that's what brings us here and cool. i think that's all the stuff i wanted to get out of the way before we get going any questions i'd like to Quick. apologize to your mom up front uh my character has a foul mouth <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that she'll appreciate that when she goes back and listens where would you get the uh, tom's town sign uh, so that is a, this campaign is called Tom's Town. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a distillery that runs today, and they make some of the best gin I've had. Okay. They're primarily a gin distillery, but they do vodka and bourbon as well. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, let me get some. Uh... Mike and Ty, I know you guys have been in a game that use uh, Groovy. Rich, have you played with in a game with Groovy yet? You may need to turn them down if you haven't. Oh, is that background music? Yeah, that's gonna come. Did you right use now. it? Did you use it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will need to turn it down. Yeah, yeah. We turn it, it up, man. Music. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one other thing I was gonna say. Um, so I this like whole setting I had in mind is Prohibition, Kansas City Jazz, all those things. I'm not actually going to play Kansas City Jazz because Kansas City Jazz is like upbeat, big band, <laughs> swinging <laughs> and hopping. So um, the music we hear is not period appropriate, but I do think it's mood appropriate. And I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. Okay. Um, well, let's dive in. And I've got a little spiel here. You've heard some of this before. Uh, I've changed around just a little bit. And then uh, we'll dive into it and, and meet our characters. Okay, it's early 1920s, Kansas City, Missouri. Nationwide, Prohibition is in full swing. Uh, the bootleg, this fuels the bootleg liquor trade, speakeasies, prostitution, gambling, and other sinister activities. The former frontier town, Kansas City, otherwise known as the Paris of the Plains, is now a wide open town. When you're imagining Kansas City during Prohibition, certain images should come to mind. Corruption, gangsters, jazz, and booze. For nearly a decade and a half during the 1920s and beyond, political boss Tom Pendergast, Boss Tom, Tom's Town, dealmaker and leader of the local GOAT 
Democratic faction, consolidated and controlled Kansas City, and ruled its government and criminal underworld with impunity for those willing to pay. We find ourselves at the birth of jazz. Kansas City nightlife is booming. You could find yourself at many a speakeasy open across the city, maybe the Reno Club, just off of 12th Street with a bar, a bandstand, and a course of girls who might even devil as prostitutes. Marijuana, marijuana cigarettes cost five cents a piece. Domestic scotch, 10 cents. Imported scotch and other liquors, 15. Beer's a nickel. Drink served at your table, a quarter. And no cover, no minimum. In years to come, you might find yourself there and find William James Count Basie at the piano. Or maybe even run into a young <coughs> Charlie Parker. Welcome to Kansas City, gentlemen. Jazz and spirits flow through the city. You won't hear of a single prohibition-related rest during your time here. That is, unless you upset the wrong people or fail to grease the right palms. The people are thirsty. Let them drink. <clears throat> and... Let me do this real quick. I'll drink to that. Absolutely. What's going on here? Why aren't you playing? Okay. You gentlemen don't find yourself anywhere near as hip hopping or swinging as the Reno Club. But you find yourselves at your pal Mikey Donaldson's gin joint. The downward turn. For some of you, this is your regular place to wash away your memories. Probably all of you. Tonight marks a special occasion. Wendell Young and his jazz orchestra are playing at Mikey's. Uh, Wendell Young is known to a couple of you. Um, Sandy. Yes. Wendell was actually one of the stretcher bearers uh, that carried you to the field hospital during World War One. You two ah. formed an unlikely relationship. Um, Fucking good live that Wendell. You said you'd always meet up again, and here's your chance. Wendell has moved from New York, hoping to catch the wave of Kansas City jazz. Uh, scoops. Yeah. You've actually been covering uh, Wendell. He's a good source. Not only that, but you've unfortunately been stuck covering uh, news coverage of the plays and upcoming musicians, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, yeah, um, unfortunately. Not, not, not what I came to KC for, but that's what they got me working on right now. I'm and gonna I'm I'm gonna win a Pulitzer someday though, but not for covering plays. Booth, you may not know Wendell, but uh, an established actor such as yourself may be able to recognize talent when he sees it. Of course, of course, I'm always on the prowl for good acts, especially when business is slow with the Vic. So we find ourselves in the downward turn, uh, perhaps a little bit busier than normal. You've all purchased your uh, bar of soap upstairs, which uh, grants you access to the speakeasy down below. 
your buddy Mikey is uh, pouring gin, as you might expect. And among the slightly larger than average crowd, we find the three of you. Um, perhaps acquaintances spoken to each other once before. But why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about your characters, and we'll start with uh, Sandy McLean. Sandy McLean, private investigator. Been doing it for a while now. Uh, my buddy Wendell over there, he helped me a lot in World War One. He was one of the stretcher bearers when I was wounded. Fucking Oregon under fucking fighting Jack. In the fifth. I took a rifle shot right through the fucking back and out the chest. I was wounded. He helped carry me. I always knew I was going to get to meet him again someday. And I'm fucking glad to see the lad here. He's looking good too. He's lost some fucking weight. You know? This place here, I like it. I like Mickey's. I come down here as often as I can. I, want to, I tell Mickey, don't give me another fucking bathtub gin. You give those other fucking cunts. I want three fingers of Glenn. Give me the best you got. <laughs> and so he gives me that. So he gives me whatever he thinks is the fucking best he's got. And it's not, no, it's not necessarily anything I would fucking normally drink, you know, if it was out in the fucking real world where there was no fucking bullshit with fucking prohibition and all that shite, right? So anyway, I've been, I've been private investigating for a long time now. I've also done a little bit of work on the side. If you need something done, you fucking call Sandy. All right? I'm not going to answer any fucking questions. I'm not going to fucking go downtown and talk to the fucking police about anything. I'm going to do whatever you fucking need. All right? Beautiful. Uh, Sandy, you're there, and... Uh... Perhaps having a, a casual conversation with uh, casual, right? Bobby Scoops Mueller. Did we decide on Mueller or Miller? I'm sorry. It's Miller. Miller. You KC people pronounce my name wrong all the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think you two, uh, you two, maybe know each other. Um, I think Bobby's preferred line of work may have uh sandy and scoops crossing paths uh from time to time but scoops why don't you tell me about that and tell me a little bit about yourself yeah i'm a reporter i work for the kansas city star uh came here uh just a couple years ago from st louis came up here following a story ended up staying uh because uh well let's just say i'm there's people in st louis that don't want me to come back there so i got a good job here though um i've got a uh um I'm going to be, I'm going to make it big someday. I'm going to win a, win a Pulitzer prize. But right now, since I'm new in town, they got me covering, you know, openings of plays and, and bullshit like that. But it's okay because I got a good friend, uh, Mikey. He's the first guy that I met when I came to town here. Um, I live right around the, right around the corner from here. So I'm in here all the time. And, uh, Mikey keeps me, keeps me in connected to the, uh, the underworld here, which, which I'm a big fan of. Because I'm investigating, not because I'm a criminal like all these other people. I'm investigating. What are you fucking calling a criminal at? I'm not calling anyone a criminal. I'm just saying I'm investigating. If you catch me drinking, it's just because I'm deep undercover. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Very good. But and... yeah, I would say uh, uh, as a PI, we would have definitely crossed paths probably more than a few times. But like I said, I'm not really working on the stuff that I want to work on because it 
they got me doing the uh, low on the totem pole stuff. Speaking of low, when you're in the theater, you see my fucking brother James. He's an actor. He does Shakespeare and all that shite. Yeah, well, if he opens up a new play, they'll probably have me there watching him. He's a good. He's a good kid, James. And both of you, uh, whether through James or being stuck covering new plays, new jazz artists, uh, have probably ran into Booth Tarkington. Booth, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, <clears throat> uh, good evening there, uh, gentlemen. Uh, Booth Tarkington. Uh, <sighs> glad to... Uh, Glad to have some company tonight. It's been a it's been a rough couple months. I've uh, been bouncing around the, the theater circuit, uh, big city. You know, I, I designs to make it uh, make it big as an actor, and uh, that was my calling. But things haven't uh, panned out. Uh, Chicago, New York, back to Chicago, and kind of hit a brick wall. What are you uh, talking that, about? I did a feature story on you. You got two column inches on page sixteen. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's all about the, the size of the pool that you're swimming in. Uh, you know, there's nothing really left for me in Chicago. So I made my way out here to, to Kansas city and I've kind of, uh, repositioned myself, uh, kind of, a an actor director combination there, hoping to make the transition. I've, I've hooked up with, uh, uh, the owner over at the, the Vic talked him into letting me uh, run some shows. It's uh, It's been a good opportunity, but to be honest with you, business has been kind of slow and I'm, he's sweating me a little bit. So I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not sure how how it's all going to turn out, but I'm, I'm making a, the best of it here. But I like to come down here and, uh, and uh, have a couple drinks and put that behind me for at least a little while. Very good. Very good, gentlemen. Um, so the, the current act, uh, they start their last song, um, Ty, how does, or Booth, how do you know Wendell? Um, Wendell, uh, to give you a picture is, uh, is a scrawny, uh, black male. He's young, uh, probably a little bit younger than, than Sandy. Uh, he's wearing a suit that's way too cheap, maybe a little too big for a scrawny frame. Um, and he's he's always been a little bit behind the next latest, you know, musical trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, has have you interacted with with Wendell? Yeah, Wendell and I have actually I wouldn't call it collaborated, but I've consulted with him about. Um, you know, st- staging music as part of uh, our, our theater productions. Um, and that could be, you know, kind of bringing a more modern take on some some older plays. Um, yeah, we, we've talked a couple of times. We haven't, again, haven't been necessarily partners from a business sense, but uh, we've, we've talked professionally or even in a casual fashion. Very good. And uh, sure enough, why why Bella Blue belts it out on the uh, impromptu stage at the back of this basement. In walks Wendell Young, and his eyes are immediately drawn to Sandy McLean. McLean or McLean? McLean. 
Sandy McLean, you sandbagging son of a gun. Wendell, you skilly cunt. How you fucking doing, lad? Never thought I'd see the day. Well, that's because you dragged me off the fucking battlefield, you piece of shite. I could have fought. I could have kept fighting. Is that Booth over there? Didn't expect to see you in a place like this. Wendell, hey. Wendell, you guys know each other? Oh, we know each other, all right. Yeah, and I know this sad sack, too. Hey, Scoops, uh, I'd like to word with you about your most recent review. Look, I'm on to something big, fellas. This next... Look, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I'm working on a record. It's great. Like a musical record. Another opening. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. And got uh, any got any page one stuff? Well, I'd say the the first ever recorded black musician record is page one. Maybe not in Kansas City for you boys, but this is going to be big. Well, that's great. How'd that come together? Well, the pieces are still uh, still shaking out. As a matter of fact, uh, before I go on stage, before the boys and I take the stage, I've got a little uh, meeting. Sounds like yeah. you're looking for PR. No, not quite. I think the music will speak for itself. I'm actually looking for a little financial sponsorship <laughs> and you came to us oh no 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 i'm not here to see you boys uh i'm here for a drink and uh someone a little more well established ah looking for a backer who, who do you have in mind and uh right on cue some some thick cigar smoke rolls down the basement steps some very well polished shoes uh, start to make their way down, and you see some well cut, well fitting, very sharp looking uh, suit pants, and um, probably known to Scoops and Sandy, maybe not so much to Booth. Um, in walks Jasper. Uh, Jasper Fortune is his name. You guys will probably know him as Oklahoma Joe. Uh, he is a... Basically, he runs illegal numbers games, legal lottery games outside of uh, the Black Knight Clubs in Kansas City. Oh, See, I took his picture once and he threatened to kill me. Fitting. That's exactly right. Um, so in walks Oklahoma Joe. And all of a sudden, uh, Wendell, who's uh, probably just had a a glass of gin poured from Mikey and, you know, shit talking with the three of you, uh, straightens up, straightens up his tie and, and approaches uh, Oklahoma Joe. Says, Mr. Fortune, Mr. Fortune. Please, a, a moment of your time, and uh, uh, Joe just kind of nods, and they, they make their way to the back of the bar.
what are you guys doing? You guys just enjoying drinks now or? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I'd be suspicious of Joe just because, you know, I know that he, our, our buddy's not going to get anything from him without giving up more than he's getting. Yeah. Give me a, uh, give me a psychology roll. Let's start, uh, bringing some mechanics. We're gonna roll this. dice. What's this RPG or something? We're going to roll dice. Uh, one thing I do just want to, we talked about some of the stuff in the character creation session, which was beautiful and, and had wonderful effects in the best recorded episode yeah. ever. Uh, much, this is yeah. my first time running call of Cthulhu. So, uh, bear with me. Great. Um, so for my mom, Call of Cthulhu is a system where they buy skills <laughs> and they're trying to roll a D100 under their skill. So Rich has just rolled yeah. psychology. He rolled a 45, which is... And I've got a pretty good psychology because I'm an investigative reporter. That's what I do as I investigate and figure people out. And, and psychology is probably worth mentioning. In this game, psychology is essentially like a... Um, a perception check. There's kind of three perception checks in Call of Cthulhu. Psychology, spot hidden, and listen. Um, and so psychology comes into play when you're trying to read someone. And um, Scoops, you're able to determine that, or you just... you get. Oh, the, I get to check you know, that too, right? Yes. And then yep, when cool. you... Uh, very good. Worth noting, anytime you pass a skill check like that, you check it, and then that's kind of used as uh, developing and leveling up your character at the end of a scenario or end of a chapter in a campaign. Uh, Is that where you just click it on the uh, on the character? Yeah, you just check that circle. <clears throat> Got it. Um, scoops. Um, Wendell's super nervous, but he's also he's also kind of like in a um, like you can make out that he's more or less pleading. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Oklahoma Joe, he's not, he's not begging, but you know he's close. Yeah, I'll mention uh, that it, he looks squirrelier than usual to you guys. Yeah, it's not look. That's not a look you want to have around Oklahoma Joe. No, he seemed like he seemed like he was he was about to make it big when he's over here talking to us, but he's not putting that across to Joe. You got to come across confident to the fucking man, Matt. Were there uh, did. Oklahoma, do you have other guys with them? Uh, yeah, I would say there probably were a couple guys with them. Um, maybe not as nice as suits, not as not as big, not as thick as as Oklahoma Joe. Um, mm-hmm. but they definitely sport uh, intimidating looks. Mm-hmm. Assume also this place is not not really nice enough for someone like Joe, right? No, it's also um, Joe normally would not frequent. One, Mikey's is very rare in the sense that it's open to anyone. Um, and Oklahoma Joe makes his money basically playing drunk drunks for their money running uh, illegal lottery games, basically. And he primarily does it in black nightclubs. So he's out of his comfort zone. Okay. Um, but you guys, the, those of you who have talked with, with Wendell probably especially you sandy uh he's been trying to make it big like chasing one one dream after another and booth your review last time you heard wendell actually play on stage which was probably when you first came to kansas city was not great and that's why he's playing right at the way i said (laughs) 
Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, and that's why he's playing at Mikey's. This isn't the place. If 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 you're a um, a jazz musician in, in Kansas City, you're either playing, you know, at the Paseo Dance Hall or the Reno Club, or you're not playing at Mikey's. But here's Wendell playing at Mikey's. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's like you got you guys know that guy? Who's he talking to? And they Which guy? Like, Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a big money guy, kind of pain in the ass. Like I said, I w- I wasn't joking about that. So actually, he didn't threaten to kill me. He threatened to break my camera. But I'd rather him kill me than break my camera. So yeah, don't take pictures of him. Don't mess with him. Uh, I wouldn't go to him for money either, unless I was really desperate. He runs a numbers game. I wouldn't fucking trust it. I fucking put my life on it. Yeah. Can't take those risks. Before too long, um, you guys have, have had a couple drinks. The The murmur in the bar has risen uh, in the lull between music. But um, you guys witness a handshake deal between Oklahoma and Joe. They shake hands, and while Wendell's bandmates start to set up on stage, Excuse me, I was slurring my speech there a little bit. Um, and uh, Joe, Joe, or Wendell starts to get ready to perform. But before Wendell actually starts performing, Joe and his entourage uh, kind of look around the place with disdain, look at disgust, and uh, they head out. Yeah. If he looks my direction, I mean, I'll just kind of, you know, respectfully nod to him. Very good. Yeah, I think he does look your direction. And first he looks at you, Goops, and then he shoots a glance over at Sandy. I give kind uh, of a straight-lipped kind of smile. Lips pressed tightly together and a little bit of a nod. Like, I know you. To see the coworker in the hallway smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Is Wendell a singer or is he playing an instrument? Uh, Wendell is playing, does a little bit of both, a little bit of everything. Okay. He'll sing, he'll hop on the trumpet, do some scatting. All right. And I'll send him up a drink. He sh- he shook hands with the guy, so I'll congratulate him. I'll, I'll send him a drink. Cheap one. <laughs> and he is beaming with joy. You know, he's starting to take the stage and he thought he was going to say some words and he's, uh, ah, forget it. Let's play some music. <clears throat> And and sure enough, they they do, but uh, is he any better than he used to be? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's that's the thing. There's a lot of, uh, you know, he's telling you about this album that's going to come out. Um, but their performance is, is noise. You know, the band sounds good, but. You hear Wendell, and it's just noise, you know? It's like contrasting notes, and it just doesn't... It's not the Kansas City jazz that everyone's talking about. It it sounds like, again, Wendell has miss, missed the boat, right? If he's going to be the first African-American to, to have a successful record release, this ain't it. Poor bastard. I'll still send him the drink, but <laughs> poor bastard. He's screwed. 
That is shite. <laughs> it's like he's playing two songs at the same time. <laughs> well, that won't pass muster in Chicago. I know that for sure. The night, the night wears on, and uh, the whole the crowd is. Uh, you know they they start to lose interest in Wendell. This was this was kind of hyped up by by Mikey, and maybe even the three of you or or Sandy or you know at least talking about it, generating some buzz. Like wow, Wendell's Wendell's going to put out an album, which is kind of a big deal. There's no there's no black owned record companies in Kansas City or even really in the United States at this point in time. So to have an African American put out a record label, that's that's a big deal. Um, and who's going to buy it? I mean, fact of the matter is, nobody's going to buy it. So, well, especially with how it sounded tonight, <laughs> uh, you you have the same thought. I think I know a guy at the paper that if they slip enough money, he'll give them a better review. <laughs> nice. Um, other than that, it's a pretty uneventful night. Wendell and his band keep playing, and. Uh, Things start to wind down and they play their last song and Wendell wanders over to you guys. Well, co- come on. What'd you think? Congratulations on the, on, I saw you shaking hands with the big man. Congratulations on your deal. I pointedly do not answer his question. You made a deal with the devil lad. <laughs> I hope you're going to be able to keep it straight. Booth, what, what, you're an artist. What, what do you think? And uh, I try to turn on the charm and like Wendell, <laughs> Wendell, I think I think you picked the perfect venue <laughs> for your music. Yeah, Mikey's the best. I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, yeah, I'm so- I'm sorry about Joe, but ah, this this fucking crook down at the record label. You know, we keep saying like, who who's gonna buy who's gonna buy a a record from a black guy? You know, right to my face, and uh, just charging me an arm and a leg. But I'm telling you, man, this thing's gonna be big. Is he charging you too much money to fucking record? Yeah, but he's the only one in town that'll do it. Probably the only one anywhere that'll do it. Hi. Uh, okay. And uh, hey, I really appreciate you guys being here. And uh, he he pulls out like a large um, wad of cash. It, drinks are on me tonight. No, no, Holy no. crap, Wendell, where'd you get all that money? <laughs> My new benefactor. Are you saying <laughs> Jewel gave you that? Well, it's more of a business arrangement, Sandy. What, what did he? Uh... Did you make? Yeah. Is this about music or are there uh, some side businesses involved in this? No, strictly, strictly music. What's he want in return for all that money? Well, he gets all future profits until he recoups his money. And then, uh, then we split the money. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that? If your record doesn't necessarily sell, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't, but if it doesn't necessarily <laughs> sell, then you're not exactly going to be able to pay that motherfucker back. 
it'll sell me. Did you guys hear us tonight? I'm working on a new song too. Two new songs. Oh man, it's gonna be good. Make sure you play them one after the other and not at the same time. I would be very <laughs> interested to hear something new. <laughs> you know, Wendell, I think you've got a really a really strong case for your music here, but you know, <laughs> I don't think you want to lose sight of the business end of things. Yeah, yeah. When I hit it big, man, I'll I'll get an agent. I, I bet Joe would even do it for me. Yeah, I'm sure Joe will help you out. He he seems to really have a, a great heart for charity. Oh, come on. Don't believe everything <laughs> don't believe everything you hear about him. You know he got started in the stock market. You know how rare that is? Okay. <clears throat> Be careful, Wendell. What's come the worst on, that man. can happen in the stock market? <laughs> that's like 1924 so <clears throat> yeah so hey. what's what's the plan what's next how's this coming together uh a couple of weeks joe and i are going to finalize the deal and then uh we're going to head down to blue moon gramophone company is that here in town yeah yeah just just north of the river you guys you guys ever see this it's it's crazy we all stand around this recording device that shakes on some wax and then it they make a press and then they, they press it into some shellac. That's like magic, man. I don't know. And there I don't I don't like to know how the sausage is made. I just like to listen to it on the radio. Or even better <laughs> here. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you for the compliment. He he obviously took it as he, he thought. <laughs> You were talking I will. About him. I will not correct him. Listen, your sound is very interesting, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of fucking cunts out there that are going to buy it, <laughs> but uh, it may take a little bit to come on, if you know what I'm saying. I feel like you got your pulse on something, but you don't necessarily uh, like that heart's not beating yet. Does that make sense, lad? He gets real serious. Sandy, Sandy, what are you what are you trying to say? No, no, I'm not trying to say anything. What I'm trying to say is Sandy, what are you there. trying to say? There's a future there, lad. I think you gotta hone it a bit. I, I'm I'm a little bit afraid for you getting in too deep with this fucker. I just I wanna make watch, sure watch your watch your mouth, man. Watch who you're calling a, a fucker around here because huh? Joe's got ears. Yeah, Joe's got ears. Joe knows what I fucking think of him. Okay, now I just I just want you help me. I want to help you. That's basically what I mean. If you need something, you fucking call Sandy. You helped me before. I've got your back. Okay, I fucking love you like a brother. All right, man. You want you want it no good jazz and scatting if it smacked you in the face. Of course not. I'm fucking white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. And he shoots his gin. And uh, what do they play that? They play that flute music where you're from, right? Yeah, yeah, fucking flutes and fucking dancing like fucking pansies. (laughs) Uh, a couple more more drinks and you'll be doing that. He's uh, he's done with you guys. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you there. So it's it's just the three of you, it's uh, it's winding down. You guys calling it a night or heading your separate ways, or I think so, eventually. I mean. 
seemed like we're enjoying each other's company and we're enjoying the drinks. So no hurry, but yeah, eventually. Yeah. Booth. I, I feel like you're starting to get to know these guys a little bit um, better. You know, one, the drinks were flowing there for a while when uh, I'd say that Wendell probably bought you guys a couple rounds. And so this is like, now you really get some time with scoops and, and Sandy. Uh, Sandy, you probably knew from James, who works down at the, uh, or has done some shows down at the Vic. That was his, you said a brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Booth, yeah. you're in the war? Yeah. Well, who yeah, who are you fighting for? Nah, no, no. I'm fucking fighting for you fucking cunts. No, you're fighting for the U.S.? Yeah. Are you from, you're from the old world. Where are you from? Oh, my, my family's from Scotland. But, oh, uh, I've been I've been here a long time. Oh, I just, okay. I keep the accent because fucking chicks dig it. <laughs> now you laugh, but I get more fucking pussy than you ever seen <laughs> in your fucking life. <laughs> this, this fucking face is so pretty. It's yeah. it's uh you know, they fucking love it. I can't help it. Fucking God's gift. Sandy does look like a like nineteen twenties Matthew McConaughey almost. <laughs> oh, for my mom to get the visual. Well, I have any more drinks. I may want to take you home, buddy. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first fucking time some fuckers asked me that. <laughs> Very good. Um, if there's nothing else, Mikey calls closing time. Although in Kansas City, there's not really a closing time until uh, dawn, but Mikey's ready to turn in for the night. And uh, the three of you go your separate ways. And over the next couple weeks, maybe three weeks or so, um, the word starts to spread that uh, Wendell's doing a little pre-release show or pre-recording show that they finalize their songs and they're going to give everyone down at Mikey's at the downward turn, a uh, a sneak peek. Nice. Well, I'm at I'm at Mikey's most nights. So, what about Booth? Does Booth uh, is is Mikey's a place you go? I know uh, Scoops has a strong bond there, and based off the Scottish accent, I'm sure uh, Sandy's ran up a nice tab there. But Booth, is this a place <laughs> you frequent? Or now we're getting into racism. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's uh it's 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 for select opportunities, meaning, you know, I, I got a you know, a, a theater schedule to keep. So it's if I do show it's after after a production and uh show up uh kinda late at night, uh depending on how business is. Uh but yeah, it's not completely foreign to me, but you, I'm not there all the time. Nice. I'm embarrassed for Wendell if he's uh got a big recording contract coming up and he's still playing here. Yeah, that is a little uh, odd, but he hasn't he hasn't hit it big, but uh, he seems to at least have a contract in place because you guys have heard the word that he's got uh, some surprises in store. Is the business picking up at Mikey's? A little bit. Yeah, I think you That's guys... Good. I'm happy for him then. Yeah, Mikey's doing all right in this situation. Um, you guys show up and uh, sure enough, Be Bella Blue and her band are... Uh, they're back up on stage doing their thing, warming up the crowd for Mike or uh, for Wendell. 
and uh, you guys walk in, or perhaps all the three of you are there. Sure enough, after too long, you notice uh, Wendell's back in the back. He's got a full bottle of gin, and he just looks worried. And he is just pounding the gin. Before and this the is show. like right before his show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are all of us uh, like near him or walking up to him? Or Yeah, you guys are probably like, I imagine if you walk into Mikey's on any given night, excluding a, a show that Scoops has to cover and Booth has to put on. Yeah. Um, the three of you have pretty well worn your butt cheeks into bar stools. Nervous, Wendell? Ah, boys. Not right now. Not right now. This is your night, man. Yeah, this is big opportunity here. It's, we want to see the best. Give us a drink, lad. And I reach out to take the bottle, the bottle away. Nah, he uh, he he grabs the the base of it. Come on, give us a drink. I think I'll be needing that. What's uh, what's going on there, Wendell? You, just kinda... you don't seem too. You don't seem too excited about this. Nah, man, it, it's gonna be great. I know. I know. I did the right thing. Oklahoma Joe. No. 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 What'd you do, man? What's the right thing, lad? Y'all ever meet the Baron? Have we ever heard of this guy? I would say no. The Baron? Never heard of him. New guy in town? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. And, Bigger uh, than Oklahoma Joe? Oh, without a doubt. Not and, making uh, mental notes here. Bella Blue and her band wrap up. And Mikey, and this is pretty rare from him, usually he's behind the bar nonstop. Mikey gets up in front of the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, a very special treat tonight. Wendell Young in the house. There's a smattering of applause. Start to clap. <laughs> big applause. Yeah, we'll hype our guy up. Come on, you fuckers, clap. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the people in here are the same people that were in here a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, this, this guy again. <laughs> this guy again. <laughs> There's some newcomers. That, you know, they've heard the buzz, right? And that's why they're, that's why they're here. And uh, Wendell puts the gin down. Um, then he looks at you guys. And he says, like, just cold. And the seven angels, which had the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. First angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth. And the third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. And before, like, you can even digest what he just said, he, uh, brushes past you guys. Hey, what? Uh, go get him, Wendell. That just took me back to when I was 10 years old in school, in Catholic school. 
that was some biblical fucking shite right there. I don't know that's how you want to start a fucking night on music. Maybe he's praying. You could so, say that. Window heads up. The band, they're tuning their instruments. And he starts. And, man, they are scatting and bebopping and just playing this new form of jazz that you guys have never heard before. Sound good? It is is good. Nice. I'm happy. Tapping my toe, kind of smiling and nodding, like, yeah, I knew. (laughs) Yeah, he spent that money on a songwriter, apparently. That's a fucking good one. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the bar starts to tap along a bit, and uh, Mikey's got a smile on his face. Bella Blue and her band come out. A couple girls and their dates start start dancing, and it is just—it's good. Like it's really good. Yeah, if the ladies want to dance, I'm all about that. I'll go <laughs> yep. dance with the ladies. <laughs> I take that bottle of gin and I go out onto the floor and I start dancing a little bit too. <laughs> dancing with the gin. <laughs> so there's a noticeable like two two foot circle around uh, the two of you. I don't know if uh, Booth joined them. No ladies. No one else is dancing with the two of you guys. <laughs> Just, you mean the gin. <laughs> <laughs> And, I take uh, a big long swig from it and I hand you the bottle. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm I'm drinking. I'm enjoying the music. I'm si- I'm just as so pleasantly surprised that Wendell's actually doing something good. I am too. Because I hated his music, but I liked him personally. I'm fucking knocked the fucking socks off. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Oklahoma Joe hooked him up. Would appear so. Yeah, they're both going to get rich off this. Well, maybe. And the, the first <laughs> the first song ramps up, and Wendell, and Wendell says, "Let's call it Cthulhu. We get a happy ending, right?" That's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the two step blues, and now I'll play for you. Wendell jumps in. Kansas. This is Wendell talking, or Mike? yeah, this is Wendell up on the mic. Okay. I'll play for you. Wendell jumps into Kansas. <coughs> and he just starts vomiting oh. all over the stage, like all over his trumpet. Like I'm holding just... the gin and I put it down. <laughs> <laughs> and he did some work on that gin bottle too. Um, and uh, it like on the mic and maybe on some of the, uh, the the equipment. Oh, Wendell. And Wendell. <laughs> so close. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell raises his heads up and like um have you ever been so drunk and vomited that you pop a <laughs> blood vessel in your eye? Mm-hmm. Um and that's what Wendell looks up and his eyes are just bloodshot and he's got you know, he's got vomit on his suit coat and probably on his uh, on his chin. And he's wobbly. And he's looking around the room, and then he starts glaring at everyone. 
And then yeah, I'm like just slowly backing away. I'm no longer <laughs> no longer publicly Wendell's friend at this point. <laughs> yeah, I was going the other direction. I run up to him and and try to steady him. Yeah, I, I want to get up on stage too, and I want to uh, help him off. <clears throat> Not so. I picture like he's got his arms around you guys, but he leans into the mic as you guys are like maybe pulling him away, and he says. In those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from... (laughs) All right, lad. All right. And on all right, lad, he pulls his arms away from you guys and he just books it up the stairs. (laughs) All right, folks. Show's over. Buy some more drinks from Mikey, but don't get the gin, obviously. This this may be... uh, uh, Is there anything unusual about the vomit? (laughs) Um, No, actually. Um, Like, I mean, it seems like vomit. And, like, he did drink a lot. Hmm. He was very drunk. It's uh, pretty impressive that he actually... um, You said said he's a little guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he pulled off that uh, first song as if, you know, he's completely stone sober. What's the band doing? Uh, a couple of the guys are, like, wiping down maybe the <laughs> bass drum or something like that, and they're just, like, looking around at each other. Is uh, Mikey behind the bar? Yeah, Mikey's behind the bar. <laughs> I'm going to go over there and talk to Mikey. Uh, I don't think that was the gin, Scoops. No, no, I'm sure it was just uh, Wendell. I oh, think he, uh, I think he threw up his team. nerves. Yeah, you could. He threw something up. <sighs> That's a shame because the first song was good. Yeah, like really good, right? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was yeah, new. What's weird is I liked it too. New and good. Yeah, you know he's supposed to do some big release party or. Something what? over at the Reno Club. I don't, I don't know if he's gonna make that. I thought that I thought this was his release party. Yeah, but tonight. No, no, this was tomorrow night. I mean, come on, look, look around here. I think I, there's I, a certain. I think there's a certain audience that uh, Wendell I, will do better with. So I like jokingly say to Mikey, "I'm like, I thought you were moving up a step in the world. I thought you were." You know, you're working with Oklahoma Joe and doing release parties and everything hey. else. I thought we were going to see the mayor in here before we knew it. No, 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 no. First off, I did this as a favor to Wendell. I'm not involved with Oklahoma Joe. Yeah. What do, what do we know about the... You got, uh, that's because you got sense. What do we know about the Reno Club? Yeah, so uh, the Reno Club is a uh, predominantly black club. Um, and it is like... It is swinging. If you want to be at the heart of Kansas City jazz, like every night is a party until dawn. And that that's the place I was talking about where it's got the bar, the bandstand, and the chorus girls that, uh, for the right price, double as prostitutes. Wendell ran upstairs. What's upstairs? Is that outside? Yeah, that's like, so the shop where like you got to buy a bar of soap to get down to the bar. Okay, okay. So he left. He left, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
When you say we, predominantly black club, do you mean predominantly black performers like the uh, Cotton Black club? performers and black patrons. Okay. <clears throat> Just curious. Do we, do we know where Wendell lives? Uh, no. I'd say probably not. Let's uh, so chase after him. Okay. Is, nice. is, he that, is he that far gone? He okay. went up the stairs. I run. I run after him. Wendell! <laughs> um, yeah, let me switch. Uh, so let's say I got to find a spot for uh, Mikey's on our Where are we? What part of town are we in? So I'm going to throw Mikey's up on here. I'm going to say that like Mikey's is predominant, like is probably between. I would say like. Um, I'm going to say like down. I want it. Oh, I'm on the wrong. I'm say it's down here somewhere. So Mikey's will be the green square. Uh, okay. Paseo Dance Hall is the blue square, and then the Reno Club is uh, quite a few blocks up north. Uh, there's a there's a streetcar that runs down Main Street here. Who was it that left? Was that Booth or or? Yeah, yeah Booth, Booth, I mean, so Booth, Booth ran after him. Off after. Booth ran after him. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Sandy would go too. Yeah, so probably when uh, Scoops went over to talk to Mikey, um, you guys head out, and you guys make it up the stairs, and um, let's say it's like fall. You know, maybe it's uh, November in Kansas City, so it's it's dark. It's very dark out. Days are short. A little chilly, and uh, you see Wendell um, split off down an alley, uh, heading north. So he's, you know, he's heading somewhere relatively <laughs> like this direction ish. Mm-hmm. You guys taking off after him? Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Wendell, wait up! Quit fucking running, lad. Hmm. I decided if I want you guys to roll for this or if uh, you're going to get it or if he, sorry. I didn't expect you guys to run. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes total sense. When do the players ever do what you expect? (laughs) Yeah, but like that's something I should have foreseen. Uh, I don't know. uh, uh, I've got roller skates, so I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Hmm. Gosh, there's not really like a general athletic skill, is there? So for those of you who are experiencing Call of Cthulhu, like what a what do you guys usually use for like a chase? Well, there are chase mechanics. Oh. Yeah. You could do a perception too to see if they spotted where he went. 
Well, at this you know, point, they definitely, and... yeah, they've definitely seen which uh, alleyway he went down. Um... Yeah, I mean, the, the, a full chase could be a little bit more involved than what you're looking for, but like you could yeah, yeah. you could do like the beginning of one. Like I think it's typically like a, a con roll. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, chase, 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 chase. It's been a while though. Nope, I've got it here. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, what are your guys' move skills? Uh, my move is eight. Eight. Where do I see that at? Uh, it's usually up with your other stats. Are you looking on the roll twenty sheet? Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Where is it on here? Oh, it's under combat. Oh, is it? You got okay. a tab over yep. to combat. Yeah, movement rate. Uh, yeah. Eight. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna say that even when he's drunk that his his move rating he's <laughs> fast enough that you guys like you guys start to to fall behind one i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that sandy's been drinking a little bit and then i'm also gonna although booth does have a speed rating of eight i mean i guess he's in good physical shape but uh no this guy you guys lose him you start to fall behind you know he crosses into one alley and then you guys finally get to the end of the alley and he cuts left into another alley and you just barely lose sight of him. And then you, you get in that alley and then he cuts right. And before long, it's it's too many alleys and streets interweaving between cars and you lose you lose sight of Wendell. Yeah. Wendell. And, and I, I, so he, he had, so, did, I mean, are we assuming that or understanding that he at some point understood that we were chasing him and he just decided to keep running or. Yeah. Maybe that, and it, like as soon as you got up, the guys got up the stairs and like the first time he called his name. Okay. When, right. When he split down that first alley, he turned and looked at you guys. But... So he was running from us. He wasn't just running, running. He was running from us too. I, I don't know if like specifically you guys is how I would say it, but he yeah. was running from something. The situation. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. But def- he se- definitely seemed to know that we were after him, or not after him, but <laughs> trying to yeah. trying to catch him. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right, Sandy. Well, that was. Uh... Whew. He's fast. He's fucking fast. I ain't never seen a man run that fast. Well, maybe once or twice. But uh, that's a different story. Holy lad, I'm fucking tired. Whew, where are you headed from here? You know where he lives? No, no, I've never, uh, never, never had the pleasure of being at his, his place. No, me either. 
Oh, I, uh, I guess, I guess uh, we could go back to the club. We could ask them. Maybe they know. We could check up on them or. Uh, yeah, see what, what Scoop's been doing. Up as a loss. Yeah. Wonder what got into him, other than the the gin. <laughs> say that again. So we start to wander back towards the uh, the club. Nice. Um, the crowd's died down a little bit. You know, I'd say you guys got three or four blocks before you lost sight of him. You walk back a little bit slower. Your feet stinging a little bit. It's been a long time since you guys have ran like that, especially in uh, probably the shoes you were wearing after work, that type of thing. Anyways, the crowd has died down. Scoops is there sitting at the bar with Mikey. Uh, no music playing. Mikey. Uh, hey, Mikey, the, can't that band play something without him singing? I would say that Wendell's band members have like packed up. <laughs> Maybe they're like still in the bar, but they're they're packing up or something. You're not paying him for this, are you, Mikey? No, I was doing this as a favor. Look, I thought I was lucky to just get someone besides Bella. But, you know, I got to let my sister play. Usually Bella's better than this guy. Tonight he was good, but usually Bella's better. Yeah, well, that's not saying much. <laughs> on, Scoops, you, you heard him a couple weeks ago. I did. It's like he was playing two ago. songs at once. <laughs> well, he, he picked the right one this time. Yeah. I'm anxious to hear that next song, you know. He was acting weird before the show. I mean, it wasn't just the drinking. He was acting weird. How do you figure? I don't know. He just, he, he looks more squirrely than normal. He's always a little squirrely, but I don't know. I, I told him two weeks ago not to trust that Oklahoma Joe, but you know how he is. You know how kids are. You give him a wad of money. Yeah. I assume uh, he turns to Booth and Sandy. Hey, no you guys are back. Yeah, yeah. He he just kept running. He, I think he saw us, but I don't. He didn't seem to care. He just kept going. He took off like a shot. Gave us a slip. You guys know where he lives? No, no. You know, usually he just wanders in here, asking for stage time. Band might know. Band members still in there. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The band members are in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go up to um, the saxophone player. I'll walk I over say, there too uh, with him. I've been bothering Mikey for too long, so I'll just kind of hang out with him. Wendell was a bit out of sorts tonight, lad. He uh he took off like a shot. He he dropped his wallet. I wanted to take it to him. Uh, do you know where he lives? Uh, and uh. The the drummer, he kind of turns and looks at you, a little confused. Sandy, you... Sandy McLean. I know him from the Great War. Yeah, well, I think we could return his wallet to him. You know, we got to record tomorrow. Nah, I'd really love to give it to him myself. We got a tight bond, he and me. You know, he helped me out in the Great War. Yeah, do you, guys play, do you guys play in a band together? 
No, no, he saved my life. Hmm. I really feel like I owe it to him. All right. I if you if you feel it's necessary, I mean really it'd be no trouble. I'll just give it to him tomorrow. Drunk motherfucker. No, no. Where are you guys gonna be tomorrow? At Reno? Was that no, no, we're we're recording tomorrow. I don't know if Wendell told you or not, but uh he's launching a record. Oh yeah. Told us all oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be north of the river. Over Blue Moon. We love that fucking song you played. The first one. Well, the only one really. But a fucking good song. Really yeah, good. Was, you just love that. All Wendell, man. He wrote that? Nice. Mo- more or less, he said, hey, follow my lead. He said, I've got two new songs. You guys just play along. And that just came on recently? We've been following him for a little bit. And uh, I didn't know, didn't know he had it in him. Yeah, we didn't know either. That was our first time hearing it. What do you mean? Tonight was the first time you fucking heard it? Yeah. Have you ever heard Wendell play like that? No, I have not. No. <laughs> yeah. I thought you knew him. Come on, that's not Wendell. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was a little shocked. I just figured he hired someone to write a better song for him. No offense. I don't know, you man. Guys, of course. He said he's been working on something. He said he's been uh he's ready to hit it big. And he said he had something up his sleeve. So he kept it private to himself. Never played it for any of you fuckers. Then he says, come here. We're going to play. You haven't even fucking heard it. And he gets up on stage and then fucking plays his heart out and then fucking vomits all over everything. That was the first time you fucking heard it. I wish I was working tonight. This would be page one. (laughs) This is a fucking story, lad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be... Let's get up there. Let's scat. You guys just follow my lead. I'm just happy to play. Brilliant. And tomorrow you're going to record it. Yeah, yeah. I think we can uh, put something really good out. I'm curious to hear that second song. I'm sure there'll be a little tuning up and warm up. Probably when's not your a re- cold start. When's your release party? Well, it's supposed to be... Uh, that night yeah oh so that's tomorrow tomorrow's the Reno Club, okay. right? yeah yeah you know the record won't be done but uh, yeah you sure. know window he likes to drink he likes a good time well, hope he doesn't? shows up yeah i'm a little worried about him to be honest so uh i like to go check on him so let me take his wallet back i'll make sure that uh he gets to the recording tomorrow so what's his fucking address come on listen to that accent you can trust him <laughs> and this guy this guy kind of sighs yeah all right and uh he shoots you the address for uh for windows which is uh 234 uh let's see here 234 um 13th street and he says uh that's just up there off of truce so uh, i'll 
Okay. Yeah, it looks like that's just a few blocks. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a ways away. Um, can we catch a cab? Yeah, you could probably catch a cab. It's late, but it's not so late you want to be able to catch a cab. No, nah, I don't have anything to do till tomorrow afternoon. The zoo's getting a new penguin. I got to go cover it. <laughs> you guys coming with me? So the pink box is Wendell's flop. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about him. I just want to see what happens. All right, pay my tab. We're out of here. Have a good night, Mikey. I'll see you tomorrow. Boys, find Wendell. Oh, and tell me he owes me for that bottle of gin, too. Yeah, he probably you know, owes you for mopping famous. up the puke. Yeah, good point. Cheers, he's going to be famous. I'm not giving him free handouts. Put it on my tab for now. Well, that's about as good as Wendell's stab. <laughs> you know I'm good for it, you fucker. <laughs> uh, good. So it's it's chilly. Um, you guys step out of uh of uh the store out front, and uh, you're able to catch a cab. The cab driver kind of looks at you guys like, "You sure you want to go to that neighborhood?" 234 13th Street, lad. Make it snap. All right. And, uh, yeah, you guys shoot over there. And um, you guys pull up, and 234 West 13th Street is a, uh, it's kind of like an abandoned storefront, and it's been converted into uh, apartment living. Um and so you guys, the uh, the front door is locked. You don't. There's no doorman in this part of town. <laughs> yeah. What, what time beat, is it? Do we see, see lights inside or? Um, there's maybe like uh, like one bedroom light up on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, a multifamily building? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um. And I would say it's probably like, um, I don't know. It's, it's after midnight, like, uh, window probably went on at midnight. So we're probably talking like two in the morning, maybe. Okay. So he's had time to get back. I mean, cause we took a cab. So if he right. walked or whatever, okay. What are we going to just beat on the door? Yeah, I guess so. Are there any, uh, is there like a mailbox that with names on the door to show like which apartment it says or anything? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like 2C is, is his apartment. But there's like one main door for all of them, right? Yeah, there's one main door onto the first floor. And it's locked. Yeah. Oh, it's locked. Allow me, lads. So um, I should make a roll, eh? Yeah. So what are you trying to do here? Well, uh, I would use my private investigating uh, lockpick skill. All right. Give me a lockpick roll then. And let me see. Where is that? Uh, 
I know it was a thing, right? I remember it. But... Yeah, it's on there because I got it too. It's uh, let's see Locksmith. where is it? Here we go. Yeah, seventy-one. Uh, so I pull out. That's your locksmith. Holy crap! Yeah. You are a yeah, locksmith. No, I, I I went high in it. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my uh, uh, these two little lockpick tools, and I slip one into the key, and I slip the other one in, uh, and kind of slide it up underneath it. Oh, fuck! I got it fucking stuck. Hold on, hold on. So, is there like a push or anything? You, can you do? yeah, you can push it. Um, okay. What do you do to push it? Just so, just as a uh, FYI, like a push, like opens you up to bad things potentially. So something like the cops are going to be right there if we push it and fail. Yeah. Fucking life opens me up to bad things. Let's do it. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. That's another failure for you kids at home. Um, geez, Sandy, how drunk are you? I fucking broke it in a fucking lock. All right. Yeah, you <laughs> know what, Rich? Thanks for the great idea. Um, so around the corner from uh, he's rounding off a thirteenth and truce. Um, comes a uh, like a patrol. Um, someone walking the street, like a police officer with a foot patrol. Hey. Think you boys might be lost. Evening, officer. What are we doing friend. here? Just visiting our friend. Hmm. And uh, he kind of brushes past you guys and, and checks the the door handle. I don't think your friend wants to see anyone right now. Well, he left his wallet at the club. Just trying to return it. Well, why don't you give me that wallet? I'll make sure he files a police report and we'll get a return to him. I pat my pockets down and I go, I look at the other guys and I go, which one of you fuckers? You have it? Or did it fall out in the cab? <laughs> nice. Hmm. Turning the pockets out. You don't have the wallet? I'm looking exasperated. I thought you had it. it. What the hell do we take a cab up here for then? Uh, Did we leave it back at... Did we leave it back at the... uh, And I kind of shut my mouth. I don't want to... Say the name of another place. (laughs) It probably fell out in the fucking cab. That was a yellow cab, Mm -hmm. right? Can we call him? Go ahead and give me a fast talk roll. Okay. Fast talk is. Uh, where's that one? Under language, maybe? Uh, under art and craft. It's on the left side, just above fighting skills. Under. Okay. Oh, not only did Sandy okay. fail, and I'm not going to change this now, but he uh, <clears throat> he fumbled. No, you have to roll 100. 100. 100 to fumble. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's 50 or less. Close, the target. 99. So close to fumbling. Yeah. Okay, fast talk. Nice. Nice. You're success. better. <laughs> and, uh, like, it's late. It's 2 a.m. This guy really doesn't want to fuck with you guys. So, like, 
he's not we're white <laughs> right he right and he doesn't like he's not buying this bs of like a lost wall or stuff but he's also buying it because he doesn't want to deal with it and uh well how about you gentlemen uh go find that wallet and maybe return it to your friend another day maybe and maybe during the daytime out. yeah i think i think that'd be a good idea for all of us yeah yeah good thinking good thinking officer excellent yeah. idea officer thank you for your help your credit Absolutely. to the force have Gentlemen. a wonderful night mm-hmm. on your way then all right we start hey. to uh slowly hey scoops the... scoops what what are pennies made of <laughs> what what are pennies made of Copper? Dirty <laughs> copper! <laughs> and we run. Like, we a bunch run. Of seven, like a bunch of like 13-year-old kids that just threw a rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked up the copper part. That was good. Nice. Um, okay, so it's, it's, uh, it's 2 a.m., uh you guys have made your way can we even to... get a cab up here at this point <laughs> um probably can't get a cab in this neighborhood right so if you really wanted a cab in this neighborhood at this time of night i would say like you need to make a luck roll um or i mean you could walk you're not like terribly too far yeah. walk. away from home they give us time to uh make fun of sandy yeah for putting 71 in fucking yeah. locksmith and losing it. <laughs> uh, awesome you Good. broke so, your lockpick too didn't you you I didn't get that back <laughs> that fucking gin because I've never fucking uh, failed on a lock I fucking open my fucking father taught me how to open locks okay and I've never fucking not opened a fucking lock. So this doesn't make sense to me. I think there's something wrong with Mikey's gin. I think you're right. And I feel like a little bit more drunk than I should be. I probably <laughs> had a little too much, and it was wrong of me to think that I could uh, uh, take care of that. Well, you did take the whole bottle from Wendell. I did. Because I didn't want him to be sick, but what? So too fucking late. <laughs> and then I immediately like throw up in the curb. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you that fucking shite is shite. I know, but at least I'm not trying to sing. That's true. And in that moment, all three of you bust out in song. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> all singing a different song <laughs> right oh right. Danny boy <laughs> uh, nice uh, so what are you guys doing you guys you guys packing it in for the night you guys hitting up uh... unless we happen to see Wendell on the way back then yeah well wouldn't you believe no you don't see <laughs> Wendell on the way back um, yeah so you guys can call tonight you can try uh you can try Mikey's. You can you can head to the the village inn and catch a late cup uh, coffee or an early breakfast, or uh, you can call it a night. Yeah, yeah I, I think it it's uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing good happens after three a.m. 
Good. Um, so it was like, uh, was there a plan for the three of you to, uh, to meet up on a a certain date or are you guys just, uh, playing on bumping into each other again? How how odd would it be if, if we were to go to the Reno club, considering that we're all white? Like, I'll put it this way. Like you get one, you'll stick out no matter when you go. Yeah. If, if the (laughs) act, if the act was big enough and, um, you guys didn't like stir anything up. Like basically if you guys just kept to yourselves. Yeah. It, well, it see the thing is weird. I'm going to be drinking somewhere tomorrow. So I'm curious to see what happened to Wendell. So I think I'd yeah. probably go to the Reno club tomorrow night. Nice. So is that the game plan? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that like, that's our only gosh, you know, I'm still curious about Wendell too. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I don't want to miss his big chance. Let's meet up at the Reno club tomorrow night. Let's see how he's doing. Maybe yeah. we can get there early and keep him away from the gin. Of course, okay. maybe we can give him some gin so he plays the good music, but just not too much. Maybe that was the key. That's always the key. The right amount of gin. Yeah, man after my own heart. <laughs> nice. Um, so you guys, you guys make your way. Maybe you meet couple blocks away from the uh the reno club and there there's a bouncer um and he sizes you guys up and uh are you gentlemen sure you're at the right club tonight absolutely does a friend yeah we're here to see uh wendell and his band And, we're not uh, we're not gonna bother anybody. We just want to we would just want to hear Wendell play. He was really good last night. We want to see how he's doing. This guy just kind of shakes his head. All right. Well, if he shows up, that is. <laughs> if he shows up. Yeah. You don't think he's coming? We'll see. He's not here yet. Hmm. We need to go on. So it's being about 10 minutes. Whole band's not here. The rest of the band didn't show up either? Man, do I look like their babysitter? I've been told <laughs> they're not here. Well, they were recording, so they're probably just coming late. Yeah, we'll see. So yeah, so I'll go in. Can't... I mean, I'm... I'm going to be as inconspicuous as I possibly can be, which is not at all, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to get a drink and I'm just there to listen to the music and see if Wendell shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are sticking out like sore thumbs, but uh, you know what? The music's loud. And again, this place is just like a hopping swinging place. And so you guys are all at this point quiet and inconspicuous. So no one, you get looks, you get a lot of looks but no one says anything and you all make your way to like maybe a back booth or something like that. And, uh, there's some guy named young guy named count Basie or probably <laughs> someone else up on stage. Someone you've never got, heard that of. That guy's yet. got a future. <laughs> yeah. And everyone seems to be enjoying it and, uh, they wrap up and there's, there's some murmur 
Um, but you know, like 20, 30 minutes go by and there's, there's still no one on the stage. You guys want to try Wendell's place again? Yeah. We're not far from it. Right. About five blocks. Yeah. And it's not two o'clock in the morning. So yeah. Might have yeah. Yeah. This is much more reasonable time. We'll say like 11 o'clock. But why wouldn't his band show? Maybe he didn't show up for the recording and they knew it was off. Uh, where was the recording place? Is that the Blue Square? Uh, no, the, the Blue Square is just another uh, dance hall that no, isn't right. relevant That's yet. Uh, they said somewhere north of the river. Yeah, right. So, like, up here, not on the map. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, let's check Wendell's place. You know what? Let's uh, let's say, uh, like, it's not on the map, but it may be a place. I'm not saying go there, but uh, it may be a place you want to visit. So let's just retcon that and say it's... Uh, just south of the river and we'll say it's over here would they even be open at 11 o'clock at night though no, it's a recording no, no, no. studio so uh, yeah. i mean like you guys could always try to break yeah. in but no they're not yeah now yeah, let's I'm go check out his apartment again let's see if we have any better luck <laughs> did you pick up any new lock picks sandy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've got a whole fucking bunch of them at home don't you fucking worry <laughs> <clears throat> Good. All right. Booth, I, I assume everyone's going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the, uh, the bouncers, you guys make your way out. Uh, just shoots like, uh, Oh, we lose someone. We lost Ty. Just, just, Oh yeah. I thought it was groovy that left. He's like offline off. Yeah, he's like, there we go. That that was weird. That was weird. (laughs) Um, it's like the bouncer like uh, shoots you like a shit-eating grin. Gentlemen, have a good night. You too. See you later, Mm -hmm. lad. I don't think so. (laughs) And uh, he turns to let like the next the next cluster of folks in. (laughs) And so you guys make it. Over to uh, Wendell's flop. Cool. Uh, is that door still locked? Yeah, it's locked. Okay. No problem. <laughs> this will be easy. <laughs> Pull out the new lock pick. <laughs> I blow on it. Watch and learn, lads. Amazing. <laughs> it really is something. So, so it's uh, yeah. it's been ninety nine, ninety five, and ninety six, which is <laughs> yeah, a seventy one. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of perfect. So I'm gonna push it, obviously. So Sandy, have you ever tried to pick a lock before? What's your fucking tongue? <laughs> <laughs> Same and cop I failed again. Same uh, cop. <sighs> Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, I was going to tell you, like, you could try to break the door down, um, but it's been pushed. Um, you, you could spend 11 luck. Oh. The hell, Sandy? Come on. I mean, you failed four times. And... Yeah. What's what the, is, uh, uh, what's Sandy's luck, luck at? Uh, where would I find that? I mean, 
11 might be a lot. Uh, I think it's towards the top. If that's the way he rolls, he might need that luck later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, under your birthplace up and to the right. Oh, 80. Yeah, let me spend it. So do I lower it by 11? Yeah. No. It's one for one. Yeah, I just roll. Do you just have to get to 71 or do you have to get to 70? Uh, I have to get to 70. High. Oh, you have to beat it? Well, so what's what's the score? 71. Oh, I thought it was 70. Okay, yeah. He just needs to... I mean, if it's a regular success, then it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 71. Right. So spin that down to 69. Nice. <laughs> How do I change that to 69? I think you gotta, I think I found out you have to <laughs> turn it on to edit mode. Edit mode. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever get luck back? Yes. Okay. Right now, 69 feels good for luck. Yeah, it does. All right. For now. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what happens um so you're able to get in but tell me what happens uh i, I kind of get i get the lock pick stuck and i'm kind of looking a little embarrassed and over my shoulder like no no i fucking got this cool out and and i kind of jerk the lock pick out and realize the door actually isn't shut all the way and i push it open nice uh, hey, so you guys, got it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys look around the first floor here. Uh, again, Sandy or uh, Wendell's apartment was up on the, <coughs> the second story. Um, so this is just a, um, like I said, it's a, like a boarded up abandoned store that's been converted into, um, apartment living on the second floor. Um, on the first floor, this is actually like a musician's flop house. So like the first floor has been cordoned off into like rehearsal space that like matches up with the living space above. It's certainly not a, a place where you would expect to find like wealthy individuals. It's definitely run down uh, something that like a struggling musician would be able to afford. I'm just going to head up to the second floor. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, head into two C, I assume. Yeah. 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 Um, so his door is ajar. Hmm. <clears throat> it's not good. Do we hear anything? Have a gun, right? Or do I have a? gun or is that something I would have had to have purchased I don't think you have a gun but I don't I, I don't think I have possessions. one either I, don't, I definitely don't have no, one with cause me I think, like, I think we talked about possessions during character creation yeah, yeah I don't really have anything so uh, let's just uh, ease that door open slowly in answer to Ty's question, no, you don't hear anything. Um, Any particular. lights on inside? Mm, maybe just like a lamp that's been pushed over and fell onto the ground. 
I let Scoops go first. <laughs> <laughs> I guard from the rear. <laughs> I just kind of glare at him, and then I I slowly go through the door. So you you open the door, and yep. it's a it's a cheap, just kind of one bedroom apartment. Like there's a communal bathroom down at the end of the hall. So the room you've stepped into is the kitchen, the dining room, the living room, and the bedroom. And Wendell's a poor guy. Um, there's not a lot of furniture. You know, he's left his uh, folding bed, his little Murphy bed that folds into the wall out. Um, the room's in a state to like where it looks like it's been tossed um, by someone looking for something. Maybe they're looking for that stack of cash you got from Joe. Wendell, not the smartest guy in the world. He might have been, he might have flashed that around to somebody who knew he had it. Does it look uh, to Sandy like this was tossed by a professional? You know, like somebody who was really thoroughly searching uh, the place, or does it look more like a like? we say a criminal, a, poss- a possible criminal activity of somebody just, you know, turning over shit for money. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say like, I don't know if you can discern like if they're professional or not. It seemed like they had a purpose. Although I would say they're sloppy enough by, you're able to pick that up by spotting the um, still warm cigarette on, on the floor. Oh, like a glowing cigarette butt? Not not glowing, not like that fresh, but like still warm enough to the touch, like just above room temperature or so. Okay. This is a freshly snuffed butt. Look out the window. Jeez, you think they're still here? I'll run over to the window. You don't you don't see anything. Um his window like looks directly into the brick of the building next door so there's like is there like a fire escape or something where someone could have gone out no, this window of course no. not there's yeah no no code so there's no open window or uh if anyone left they would have gone out the door they would have is gone this... out the door for sure like the window is just there to like allow air in. there's no like it's not overlooking anything there's no fire escape right. there's no way to really get out over there is this a one room sort of uh, yeah it's one room one room okay, yeah. so we would have seen if there's somebody in here. Yeah, for sure. There's not much in here. Um, you know, he's, he doesn't have much in the way of personal belongings. There's the, like the one thing that stands out is a gramophone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in really nice condition. Um, but, you know, like anything else he has is just kind of scattered about. What's the record on it? Hmm. Um, it is a... A comedy record by Cal Stewart. Okay. <clears throat> Just want to make sure it wasn't a message recording from someone or something. Nice. This doesn't look right, guys. <clears throat> How many other apartments are on this level? Uh, I'd say there's probably like four. Four total. Uh, and then there's just rehearsal rooms downstairs. So like... um. 
if we stop and listen, do we hear any creaks? Uh, you can give me a listen. Well, no, I'm just going to. No, you don't hear any like creaks shit. or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let me look here what you guys got. Um, what time of uh, day is it? Probably like 1130, 1115. Do we hear any, uh, any neighbors? Like just either in, in, like not necessarily anything out of the like. Do we think that other people are around right now? Like mm. a neighbor. I want to go talk to a neighbor. I mean, you could always knock on the door. I don't know if you necessarily hear anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go knock on uh, the neighbor's door. One of the neighbor's doors. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a it's an older elderly black woman, and she <clears> opens <throat> the door, and she just kind of like. You know, she sees this white guy sitting outside, mm-hmm. so she only opens it a, a crack. Oh, she doesn't see just a white guy. She sees a tall, handsome actor, Booth Tarkington. <laughs> Full charm, madam. Madam. Ah, good evening. Good evening. I am I am Mr. Tarkington. How are you this fine evening? Sir, just, just fine. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to disturb you so late, but, oh, hmm, hmm. Do I smell something delicious that you cooked this evening? No, you must be quite the chef. I'm laying on the, laying on the charm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're looking for our friend here, uh, uh, Mr. Young. He, he seems to be out. Have you heard or seen him recently? Yeah, go and give me a charm roll. Because she's very like, uh, I mean, like she's just not going to start talking to some white guy that shows up in her apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh she's eating it up. Madam, madam, please. Oh Mr. Young is a dear friend of ours and uh I work with him in the in the arts. As I, I'm sure you know, he's a musician. I made some some cabbage stew earlier, but you know, my, my Johnny usually complains about the smell. Mm. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, Wendell. Such a unskilled musician, wouldn't you say? Uh, well, if he's, if he's not home, I thought I heard him over there a few minutes ago, but if he's not there, have you, have you checked his rehearsal room downstairs? Oh, fabulous idea. Fabulous idea. We will, we will do so. Do do you want some stew? Oh, madam, but, uh, I tell you what though, if, if I could trouble you for the recipe. nice um well it's quite simple um it is cabbage and water Mm. and well really anything else you have on hand all dump that all in a big pot Mm -hmm. and you got yourself a stew going but you're gonna need a hand (laughs) and booth kind of taps his nose i understand it's made with love Good good evening, madam. Good evening. He kind of clasps one of her hands through the through the partially open door and thank you, thank you. Continue to cook with love. Good evening. And he does a little bow. <laughs> she just kind of giggles and shuts the door. And scene. 
How? What a wholesome Call of Cthulhu game. <laughs> I'm I'm heading downstairs. I want to check out the rehearsal space. Yeah. So like the rehearsal space downstairs is kind of sorry. What were you gonna say, Ty? As Sandy, we all have our own our own uh, own ways. You fucking lance that one. Nice. All right, uh, let's go. You guys, you guys head downstairs, and uh, like the music rooms are kind of coordinated with the rooms above. So like, there's a one C recording room. Is that door locked? <laughs> um, no. The lights on, and you, as you kind of walk down the hallway, you just hear like a random piano note. Followed by another random piano note, and you know maybe like you you start to think like oh maybe that's getting pieced together into something musical, but then it's just like random again. Is the door unlocked and cracked, or just not locked? Just not locked. Okay. Hmm. Uh, are we all three at the door together? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll open it. Uh, slowly open it, kind of stick my head inside and see what, what I see. Inside is uh, is Wendell, and he is plunking very slowly at this old junky piano. And as you watch, he's just getting more and more frustrated. Uh, everything's random. The notes are random. Um, but you just see like the frustration, like he, he, he appears to be trying to piece together something that sounds like music, but he, mm -hmm. he tries, right? Bing, bong, bonk. And then he just slams the piano. Any bottles of alcohol around or anything like that? No. Okay. So I'll just slowly walk up to him. Wendell, you okay, buddy? And he like slowly turns to you and he just like he has this like blank crazy wild stare and then bing bonk bonk and he, he slams the piano again I like the one you played last night better can you play that for us when and he just keeps you know, plunking away and he just stares at all of you just like blank. Like each time you talk and like try to check on him, he just stares at you. Like it's, it's like, he's not even comprehending what you're saying. Is there anything else in the room that looks out of place or anyone else in here or anything? Um, Yeah, there um there's like pages of of sheet music scattered about. Mm -hmm. And as you guys kind of look around, Wendell's eyes like just kind of dart around. Um he he remains completely silent, but it's like he's trying to focus, but he keeps losing focus and like any time you guys try to communicate with him, um He'll either plunk at the piano or just start having his eyes dart around the room. 
So I would recognize it as music, but I wouldn't really, I like, I don't read music or anything. So I would hand it off to Booth and say, does this, is this a song? What is this? Oh, that was to Booth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just assuming you know more about music than I do. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Matt. Does Booth know it? <laughs> uh, give me an intelligence roll. I think it must be a, like music isn't on your guys' skill sheets. If he's an actor, then he might at least have some musical training. Yeah. Um, Education, maybe? Three will do it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah three will do it. Um, la 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 la. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so Booth, this is actually like really, um, unsettling, um, because what, what like you actually see on, on the notes are like, um, you, you see, um, what am I trying to say? Like you see original songs from Wendell, um, like the song you heard the other night, but mm -hmm. then you also, but you also like, maybe you see some music you recognize, maybe some show tunes or something like that. But as you flip through the, the, um, sheet music, you see like the pieces like just devolve into just like gibberish and then like random scratchings. And like, first it's like, Oh, Oh yeah. I, this is what Wendell played last night. And then like, now it's just like random notes and then it's just like scribbling all over the page. Hmm. Cool. So they don't even look like notes. Just Yeah, mess. they they quickly devolve into just randomness. Um Sandy, as you try to like communicate with mm -hmm. Wendell, like nothing is is sinking home and it's just the same thing over and over again darting around the room trying to like focus on anything random strikes of the piano keys and it's really starting to bother really all of you because the more and more you try the more and more it becomes clear that something is very wrong with your friend and so i need uh i need you guys to give me a sanity check Your sanity's only forty. Yeah. Thirty-five. Wow. Okay. You you guys all pass. Um. But but Sandy, I need you to take a a point of sanity damage, even though even though you passed. Okay. Um, so just edit it and make it fifty-nine of sixty. Yeah. So um, I mean, like you said before, you share that special bond with Wendell. Mm -hmm. and seeing him like this it's it's not like how you saw some guys from the war it's it's completely different than that but it definitely echoes that right um and then so seeing that in Wendell is really unnerving as he appears to be completely incapable of comprehending anything that's going on guys that thing sitting there at the fucking piano. It's not fucking Wendell. I'm telling you. It's not Wendell. 
I've seen darkness in fucking people's eyes, mate, on the fucking trenches, and that is different. There's something wrong with him. There's something wrong yeah. with him, but it's Wendell. This, uh, it's not him. It is, it's him, but it's not him. I don't. I can't fucking explain it. Somebody go over I'm to the trying. piano and like play a couple notes on the piano and see if he like even cares. And I can't play piano at all, so I'm basically just like doing random stuff, chopsticks or something. Yeah, and Booth can probably play a couple chords. Like on on the note, he like turns and looks, but then he his eyes, you know, shift focus somewhere else, and then they look at they look at uh, Booth, and then you know, then they're gone onto something else. It's on drugs, Sandy. Wendell, where's your band? Yeah, you know, it's like it's not like drugs though. It's like the movements he's making aren't even like you've never seen him even move this way or have this posture. Um, it's really like, um, gosh, you you know. Sandy, it's like he's acting like what you're worried your mom is going to be like. You know, like uh-huh. um, like almost as like he's got dementia or something. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I try and pick him up uh, off of the off the bench, like to lead him over to a um, a couch, if there's a couch in there, or a chair, another chair. Try to take him down. upstairs and put him in bed. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mate, mate, I think it's time you fucking hit, you fucking hit the, uh, the seats <coughs> for the night, eh? Huh? Come on, come on. And he's just looking around, like he's not even mindful of the fact that you're touching him. Yeah, he's so scrawny, he's easy to get up off the bench. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get you to bed, mate. Um, why don't you guys give me a spot hidden check? All okay. of us or one of us? Yeah, it's all of you. Damn. Uh... Since I'm gonna say Scoops finds this, um, on the floor you find uh, this contract. I'm looking at it. And uh, let me move it so it's always in your guys' journal. Okay, I think it's in your journal. So I think you can pull it up whenever. Yeah, so uh, I mean, I'll show it to them. I know, you know, I mean, Sandy's basically carrying Wendell at this point, but I'll show Booth. I'll say, hey, look, this is the contract with Blue Moon. That's a place he was supposed to go today. I don't know if he went or not. Uh, a couple of things that point out to you on here that may or may not. You got... Um... So, Casper House Holstein's name. Which is a complete, um, that's the real name of Oklahoma Joe, uh, which is the GM's fault of not remembering that he changed the name of the guy. 
<laughs> so, uh, and then the band member names are on there as well as the address for like uh, the the recording studio and the fabrication plant for the uh, Slack records. And I see a drum player, trombone player, and a, another cornet player. So four, four member band plus uh, Wendell. Uh, Wendell is the fourth member. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah there's three. Look. There's three guys. Yeah, yeah. Buddy, so Buddy, Fred, Fred Anthony. Anthony. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. You spoke to Buddy, who was the drummer before, right? <clears throat> So it doesn't look like there's anything odd on here. Is there a date on here? I don't see it on here, but is it cut off or anything? Uh, yeah, it would have been. Um, let's see, you guys are. It was just a couple days ago, so like. Okay, I, so there's I would nothing say to two indicate. Two weeks after, like the first night, you guys saw Wendell. There's nothing to indicate that he went there today or didn't go there today. Correct. Okay. And are these addresses truly New York or are they, is that just kind of like, I thought I, is that, that's an, I, I was like, I like scanned. I was like, Oh good. This doesn't say New York anywhere. Assume those are all Missouri. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, yeah. That's just getting that. Yep. Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, you can assume like the, like the home office, maybe a blue moon is New York, yeah. but yeah, just assume yeah. Missouri. For... All right. But, but, but uh, Oklahoma Joe or Jasper Casper, his address is, here in town yeah yeah i'll pocket the contract just hold on to it and help uh help sandy if he needs any help but he's a lot stronger than i am something <coughs> i can manage help yeah i'm helping them upstairs yeah maybe i'll straighten the place up if uh Wendell's left it unstrained. <laughs> Get into Wendell's apartment and uh, lead him over to the bed, set him down, and say, Had a fucking long day, haven't you, lad? And then, like, he doesn't even acknowledge. He just kind of, like, sits there. And again, he's just darting his eyes around the room. Um, Looks like someone tossed the joint. Was it you? nothing like no reaction like almost as if he didn't even like hear you must be the maid's day off <laughs> i um... kind of shove some things around a little bit like you know turn an upside down drawer right side up <clears throat> very little straightening not not like i'm going to clean the place but just like you know kind of help him yeah, he yeah. Just sits on the end of the bed. Yeah, like doesn't even acknowledge either of you in the room. Um, booth down in the kind of recording area as you're tidying up. Um, how do I want you to roll this? So I think I should have given you guys option to take music or maybe that comes in 
Well, you don't have it. So, um, why don't you give me an occult roll? Booth. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. There it is. Whoops. <laughs> say, did I roll that? I rolled a two. Did I roll that right? Did you I roll a two? I did roll a two. I wonder why it reads. Why it doesn't say just success. Yeah, that's weird. But if I hover over, it says roll. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't expect you to actually pass that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, because, like, okay, so Booth has some, like, passive occult knowledge. What does that stem from? Um, you know, he, he kind of picked up some things uh, from growing up in, in Terre Haute and some of the uh, kind of local legends and, and things from uh, the, around the Midwest. Just, uh, you know, more fire, you know, at this level, more fireside chats than anything else. Well, um, those fireside chats uh, pay off a little bit. Um, like on some of the um, original sheet music, the stuff that still makes sense, uh, after the others leave, you're actually able to um deduce that it it is um familiar to you with occult principles and not only that um it seems to suggest like a summoning spell the music hmm and this is from both the notes and the scribbling or just the thing in total or this is from so there's several pages of sheet music but as oh. you're tidying up you find some original music of windows or mm-hmm. at least in windows writing mm-hmm. that seems this is this does not devolve into randomness or scribbles or anything like that it's a clean sheet of music maybe under several pages and you happen to find it Okay. I cast it immediately. (laughs) 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 And I I play it backwards. No, I just want to make sure. Are you are you gonna play this? Oh no. Uh I'm gonna what is what is this about? I kinda hold on to it. And I think you're down there by yourself because we're both mm-hmm. upstairs with Wendell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, that's what it. Uh, a hard success uh, tells you that. I mean, I don't know if Booth would like know a summoning spell, but um, <laughs> gosh, maybe it's just like a weird coincidence. Like, mm-hmm. um, that's what you guys had talked about, or something. Why would you play notes this way? Strange, right? right. Mm. I think we'll stop there because I think that's an interesting cliffhanger with uh, <laughs> with Wendell and, dun, dun, dun. and uh, finding uh, this music with nefarious background. <laughs> and that's about two hours, which is what I, I like to run for. So, Have any of you guys seen Deathgasm? Deathgasm? I haven't seen it. Why, am I, why is that what something is that? like that? Is that that Oliver so. Stone 
No, Don't. it's a it's a horror movie that's a New Zealand horror movie that came out about know, four or five years ago, maybe a little bit okay. longer. It's it's a comedy. It's hilarious. It's also super super gory. But it's about a black metal band that accidentally plays something that <laughs> that ends the world. So this nice. isn't something you worked on or anything. No, no, no. It's something I wish I worked on just because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But it's it's definitely worth seeing. It's, it's fun. It's, it's like the Brown Note from South Park, except horror. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, first off, great job, everyone. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, cool. You guys killed it. I think there's probably one more um, session left in this in this little intro scenario. It's not a very long one at all. Um, and you guys have already made some progress faster than I I thought you would. So, um, I'll send a doodle out. We'll get it. Uh, scheduled um one thing ty you had mentioned like um sunday nights being a potentially good night yeah i mean i think i think i have some flexibility that night more than friday and saturday so those used to be off limits to me but next year that changes uh hollywood will have uh castle amber some sunday nights but how do you guys feel about sunday nights just i i plan on this being just once a month i don't plan on doing like yeah. bi-weekly or anything with this yeah in general sunday nights are usually pretty good for me yeah i'm i'm fine with it okay usually we have dinner around eight o'clock my time so if you're looking like a six to eight um i finish and go have dinner so yeah if that if that's good with you because i typically uh like two hours is usually what i go for and i we mm-hmm. start a little later tonight but i typically don't run past 10 and probably won't run on sunday nights um okay well i will get something out and i'll just make sure it doesn't conflict with whatever we end up doing with castle amber yeah are you thinking that's a every other week thing like the is that what you guys were doing before yeah that's a lot for me it it is a lot so i'm okay if it's not (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah no every other week's uh like a whole lot we do that well i mean we're doing that with uh um, we're doing that with bubble gumshoe Right, oh. and it does. I mean, it adds up. I mean, we haven't done maintained it because uh, shit came up and stuff. But good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll stick on uh, Sunday nights, and I'll try to find one that works in January. And then, uh... man, I want to like talk about this stuff <laughs> because some of the mythos is so cool. And one thing that I yeah. do like about like Harlem Unbound is a good book. Um, like some of the Again, they kind of shoehorn you into that role, but obviously has a very clear message you want to get across. But they introduce some new mythos stuff that I'm like really into, and I really want to be incorporated into a larger campaign. But then there's also all these old, not old, but like classic scenarios that I really want to get to as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just really cool because this is like I'm di- diving deeper into Cthulhu mythos than I ever have before, which was just like really yeah, reading the stories. Sanity checks, Matt. What's that? <laughs> start making sanity checks. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's a good. There's maybe a dozen stories of his that I, I turn to again and again, and I love it when that stuff shows up. And when I'm running, and it shows up in stuff I want to run, or I put it in there, and you know whether the players know or not, because they've maybe they haven't read read Lovecraft, but if I know it's there mm-hmm. as a keeper like that, I, that brings me a lot of 
satisfaction just to know that it's there we talked about it in uh bubble gumshoe last time we played but ty have you looked at the um the free league illustrated call of cthulhu and part one event the mountains of madness uh i i have let's say that i pretty sure i'm getting some of those for for christmas but i haven't seen them other than the just the advertisements if but they if look you pretty, get them pretty for amazing christmas, i i really want to hear what you say i mean they're like like dividing at the mountains of madness into two books i thought was like a, a money grab but then mm-hmm. you go look at the art and it's just like yeah i, I think it's fantastic art so yeah I considered the bundle yeah that's that's one of my favorite stories and so is uh shadows of insmith uh-huh yeah. um but uh, yeah, yeah, I have it on good authority that I'm getting those. So, or some of them, oh, one or well, two of them. Look forward to hearing what you think of those. Cause yeah, uh, and, and I've been loath to get new books and just, but when I saw those, they, I think they got that that new one out, the mountains book, first mountains uh, book out, just in time for the holidays. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> we talked about, uh, and if you guys need to go, you can dip out at any time. Uh, we talked about vinyl at the end of uh, Bubblegum Shoe last week, too, and Caleb turned us on to this website, and I can't find it, but it's vinyl. You know, it's almost like the Lovecraft Historical Society, which is fantastic mm-hmm. stuff, but it's it's vinyl pressings of this guy out of North Carolina doing, he's not doing it, but it's different recordings of different Lovecraft stories, and hmm. it's, it's pretty pricey for what it is, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's pretty tempting too because it looks pretty uh so and, i mean is it, is it a really cool package yeah and so like it is i mean it looks to be uh mm-hmm. caleb's a big fan of it but like he does the subscription mm-hmm. and i think like you save a little bit and that gets you like uh eight records a year or something like that wow and i think most of them are like you know these different colored pressings but they did, um, I guess, in the Mountains of Madness, one of the longer short stories mm-hmm. as like, okay, that was your subscription for the year. Yeah. So you got this eight vinyl set. It's called <laughs> Cadabra Records, and they have cool art and stuff. And it's like, oh, I need this. Like, I need a hole in the head. How do you spell that? Uh, C-A-D-A-B-R-A records.com. Okay. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a record it's player. Like, My daughter's into vinyls, but I'm I'm not. Uh... <laughs> and some of them are like not; they're just like really short stories, and they're only like less than twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. But if I if I find one that's like really my jam, it'd be really tempting to to do that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, good. Um, great. Well, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of the weekend. Thanks for. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, bearing thanks, with the rescheduling and stuff. Yeah. 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 Thanks yeah. for bearing with the new uh like I said I'm completely new to the Call of Cthulhu RPG. So me too. Yeah. Hey. Good stuff. I'm, I'm excited to learn. Hey hey Ty, I got a question for you. Yeah. Are you uh do you have any free time uh next week in the in the day? Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah like, I do. Uh, a little a little bloody April. Would that interest oh, you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let me know what time uh, works for you. Just to shoot me a mail because I am off work now for the next two weeks. Okay. So I'm sitting at home. 
Yeah, yeah, I've kind of kept a pretty clear calendar. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll reach out. Cool. I should have my copy either today or tomorrow. Um, no, nice. Been, you know, uh, playing around with everything and it uh, really gets yeah. into it. So. All right. Yeah, let me know what day looks good. Will do. All right, cool.